I will take what is mine with and blood. Welcome to the Make Westeros Great Again podcast, the greatest podcast that ever was or will be. Darling, we'll be loving you until you're 70. Shall we begin? We're here to cover HBO's Game of Thrones, and most importantly, we are here to make Westeros great again. My name is Kevin of House Rand McNally. And my name is Andrew of House Spicer, and welcome to the first episode of season seven. Uh, this is our 13th episode, but doesn't matter. But what did we learn in this first episode entitled Dragonstone? Kevin, I think I think the first thing we learned is that Sansa got a little mouthy. Yeah, can I get the last word in here? Can I just get the last word in? You, you want you want the last word on can this one? Can I just one? get the last word in on this? All right, you got it. It was probably something, it. it was something clever. It was going to be something clever. I don't know what it was going to be. <laughs> uh, we also learned that the Arbor Gold Wine Club is uh, overrated. You know what? You know, we, there's got to be a sommelier in in the in the uh, in the house, right? The sommelier takes a little cup out, gives it a little taste, makes sure there's no there's no faults in the wine. Clearly, they need a little psalm. Because uh, if you don't. You will end up like the phrase. And also we learned that the uh, maesters at the Citadel need to inject a little more fiber into their diets. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Although I did read something on this. Sam apparently missed the Emmys because he was filming this scene. So uh, like He saw all his friends like on the red carpet and he was like filming that over and over again. Gross. So, sucks for old Sam well. Kevin, uh, Game of Thrones is back. How about that? Game that of Thrones was, is back. Season fun. seven. Uh, it was on last night. We are now recording on a Monday night. Uh, we're sitting down with it. How many times have you watched it? Just the one? Just you the gone one. back through? Just the one. Just the one for me. Uh, I haven't had it's time, but I, prob- I remember probably, it pretty uh, well. Probably hard to watch it again with the with a little one. Uh, but uh, So real quick, with the little one, the, the kid's four months, right? My wife thinks we shouldn't watch Game of Thrones with you because it's like too violent. Can you can you weigh in on this? Do you think? This well, is- he's not gonna know any of it. Like it's not gonna resonate. Right. And you know what? If we learn anything from Game of Thrones, is that, that life's pretty harsh. He needs to get used to this early. Right. That's what I'm saying. Plus, she can learn some really good words. Great so. words. The best words. Game of Thrones. <laughs> the best words. Okay, Kevin. We've got a lot to get to. Um, I'm gonna give our our listeners a quick preview. Yes. One, we're we're gonna do a little royal gift guide. Seems like there's some some gifts being given back and forth, or mm. possibly being given in this uh, from this episode. So we're gonna go through a little gift guide, kind of like Christmas, help you out there if you're if you're giving a someone who's a royalty a gift. We're also gonna do a, a cameo section. Your boy Ed Sheeran was in was in this episode uh, playing a a singer, and because Ed Sheeran is a Singer, right. we thought that was a little too on the nose, a little too, a little too spot on. So we're, we came up with a bunch of other cameos that are, you know, also a little too on the nose. You know, if, if they're going to go with Ed Sheeran as a singer, we've got these suggestions for him. We've <laughs> also got a bunch of wildfire hot takes, some of our favorite. And we're going to close out with a, a little uh, plug for the Book of Brothers and a little It Is Known prediction segment. But first... If you've been listening to us for a while, which we've got some new listeners, we've got some indication that? that people just started, which I don't know how you found us, but great. Good work. 
great. Like, this is the podcast for you, obviously. We hope you stick around. But the first thing we do is talk about the box score. And, of course, in the box score, Kevin, what is the statistic we're looking for? That would be kills. Murder. Kills. Uh, We've only got one person who made a kill in this episode. (laughs) And And that was pretty big. It's Arya, right? It's not. It's not Walter Frey. We got to give it to Arya, even though he's wearing 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 a different costume, wearing a different jersey. It's like someone switching jerseys, but that's okay. Uh, Arya's there, and the number I think Andrew came up with was forty six kills. Forty six kills, and that was me just counting on the screen, like that's just a little good. bit ago. I was counting. <laughs> so if anyone wants to dispute that, fine. You you, you do it. But until someone disputes Impressive. it. We'll keep it at 46. Uh, and those people that died were, quote unquote, every fray that means a damn thing. I like that. So every fray that means a damn thing was killed by Arya. Uh, she did get that little murder smirk again, which mm. just creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think there's a little a little question starting to form in some folks' mind. It's probably cool that she's on this, like, vengeful revenge tour, right? But also, is she starting to turn a little dark? Like a little, little. Well, starting to? Dude, she's dark. Yeah. So, listen, I'm going to be Team Arya till the end. Like, it's going to take something pretty crazy for her to do to, like, get me off Team Arya. But I bet there's some people by the end of this ep- this season that are like, I'm not sure I'm Team Arya anymore. I'm going to stick in through the, like, through the end. All right? Like, I'm hardcore. I'm super metal. With Arya, like Arya's team metal, I'm team metal, like I'm on board. But that's a little, it is known prediction. I'm just thinking out loud here. Uh, She's pretty metal. Okay, well, let's move on. I think we've got uh, some Arya discussion to happen pretty much right now. But we're going to talk about the MVP of the episode, which, by the way, I'm not going to say we're the ones who invented MVP of the episode. But since our podcast started... Everyone does an quote unquote MVP. Everyone else tries to turn it into a sports show. And I'm going to go ahead and take credit for it because we were the first Game of Thrones sports show out there. Yeah. Uh, and everyone else is just copying our model. Couldn't we're not going to sue you. We're not going to sue you. That's not what we do. We're just going to say, <laughs> you know what? We recognize that we had the better show format. Uh, real recognize real is really what it comes down to. And that just means show. we have to innovate. We have to innovate more. We have to be better, Kevin. And I think we're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to bring it. Okay. So, uh, Andrew, the MVP of the episode. Some people treat MVP like, oh, that person was like, they they got the, they advanced their cause the most. We don't do that. The MVP is whatever you want it to be. It could be most kills, who is the most badass, who, whatever. So, Andrew, we got a few candidates here. We got Aria, obviously. We already discussed that. We've got Liana Mormont. Like, first of all, I think she's out there for the kids. She's one of those people. Like, we saw the two, the two, the car start kid, and then the the was it the Umber? Who's the other kid? Yeah, the the, the, old, the old two kids. Like, they got to be like, you know what? I got a chance because look at that girl over there, Liana. She's out there holding it up for us. Like, I got Liana's gotta, ready to roll. She's ready, ready to, to roll. roll. I love her. All right. So anyway, like she opens her mouth, you like something's coming. Like everyone's going to turn around and be like, oh, shit, Liana's talking again. We all got to get quiet. She's going to say something awesome. And then she does every time. So anyway, she's an MVP candidate. Then you got the Hound, Andrew. The the Hound had quite an episode, really. I think a lot of people are saying that that some, that episode or that uh, scene 
with him and at the whole, you know, deal with the farmer kid and the daughter and all that stuff was like their favorite episode or their favorite scene. It was good. And so the the hound kind of he's he's going through some shit right now. I think he's going could, through some shit. He's going through some and shit. I, and this is kind of one of the first episodes ever of Game of Thrones where there was real empathy from characters, including mm-hmm. someone as, as crazy and as mean and destructive as the hound. Right. That goes a long way. And even Arya, let's just connect her back to Arya. Now the Arya and the Hound will always be connected at the hip. She kind of learned how to be a bad guy from the Hound. She's kind of right. becoming a bad guy. The Hound is becoming a good guy. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know if there's any connection there, but back to Arya, Ed Sheeran, like she did laugh and eat their food and the get the guests right, but uh, she gonna kill them? She gonna murder those guys? I don't think so. Like guest rights, she seems to be sort of in tune with guest rights. Although, tell me this: you're you're the guest rights, uh, you're the book reader. She offered all those phrase like a drink, right? So, what if is it that they hadn't had bread yet? So that's okay. She can kill them all with the wine. That's okay. Well, Kevin, I am a lawyer, but I don't think I uh, read does, the treatise on guest right. Does that extend uh, to family? <laughs> I don't know if, because I mean, if I was going to debate the other side, if I was going to litigate the other side, I would say, you know, it wasn't her home. Okay. You know, even though she was dressed up as Walder, uh-huh. uh, it wasn't her home. We're going uh, to need to give out this. that guest right. We're going to need. We're going to. Yeah, if there's any other like Westerosi judge out there who's got a legal opinion on this, we're going to need some okay. need some help. Did she and also, guest rights? It, is it just wine? Like she did. It's, it's usually bread and salt are the are the indicators right. of guest right. And also, I'm, I'm going to say this. It's been so long since these books came out. I don't think there are are book reader experts anymore, unless you've read the books another time. Because Kevin, like. Do you remember things that have happened in great detail from a book you've read six years ago? No. No, I don't either. It's like I I remember the gist of the books, but like I'm I'm kind of behind. Like I don't I don't have that that knowledge like I used to. But you're not serious right now. There are people that devote their lives to the show and this to these books. I mean, like well, so we've, there we've are spent, experts. Uh, we've spent all evening trying to get this podcast ready. So we we are we we're are probably experts. we're trying. <laughs> no, we didn't. People, all we did was trying to get your ass to figure out how to do the technical difficulties, and finally yeah. I said I would do it. <laughs> That's the jokes wrote themselves. <laughs> the jokes wrote themselves. All right, Andrew, I got so, one other candidate. One other okay. candidate for MVP, and uh, just th- there's a guy who shows up in front of Cersei, little swashbuckling, kind of got a haircut. He was a little goofy. Uh, Euron. Was Euron? Uh, so we we have we have four candidates here: Arya, Liana, the Hound, Euron. Maybe you got somebody else. On the count of three, I want you to tell me who your. Uh, we're gonna do one, two, three, boom. Okay. Uh, we're gonna see if we say the same person. All right, ready? One, two. Wait, 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 three. wait, 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 wait. Hold wait. on, wait, wait, wait. What are we doing? <laughs> to, who's your MVP of the episode? Oh, who's the MVP? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Ready? One, two, three. Euron. Arya. Oh man, because Euron was by far the MVP for me. Because he was funny. Because he was hilarious. He was funny, and he's and got he the was... sweetest ship ever. And yeah. he showed up with the like total like uh baller brand swag that you could not get anywhere else. Like he showed oh, up. I like fr- that. I think uh, the Ball family, Lavar specifically, he'd be a Ironborn, right? Oh yeah. 
Absolutely. Like he's like he's kind of he's not ostracized. good at anything. <laughs> right. He's ostracized. Like Nike laughs at him. Adidas won't give him a dollar. Little angry man. He, you know what? I'll just start my own shoe company. I'm gonna declare independence. I'm gonna have my own country. <laughs> I, yeah, the balls are definitely ironborn. Absolutely. Euron by far was my MVP. Listen, Arya obviously advanced her cause. She she got rid of the the phrase, but she sort of got rid of with Walder before so like that was enough for me then she just kind of ended the family which I, i'm into obviously but for some reason i'm super team Euron. i i'm sure he's going to be a total asshole this year they they obviously need a uh they they need a a kind of a, a jerk off kind of villain guy i feel like Euron's going to be that but until he does something like over the top Euron's my guy i like his look too he's got he's a different looking, look he's you got that you got rid of that shaggy you got a little more more of a clean cut for those Viva the Bam fans out there. He looks like Bam Margera, like okay. Bam from Jackass. Yep, That's just yep. what he looks like. I'm, I, I'm into it. I'm into it. So anyway, your MVP is your on. Mine is Aria. Too many kills for me to ignore. Fair Too enough. many. Fair enough. All right. We also do a thing on this podcast that's Rookie of the Year, and that mm. is a new character for this season. I think we only had one, and that was Archmaester Marwin. Oh, which right. is uh, Sam. Yeah, yeah, Sam's guy. like little mentor guy. Um, we learned about him that he's pretty good at dissecting humans or at least adequate. Right. He was able to get the brain and the lungs out. Uh, but really, all he's done is served as a buzzkill for Sam. But we do know he's portrayed by the uh, semi-famous actor uh, Jim Broadbent, meaning that he'll probably be involved in, in something in the future because they wouldn't hire just a schlub. They'd hire somebody who's done something before or we that we've should have seen before. Uh, and so I, I think he'll do, he'll be involved. I don't know with what, Okay. but uh, somebody keep an eye on. I'm not saying he's a rookie of the year. I'm just saying he's a candidate and it, it may be a year that has a shallow pool. I'm not sure we're going to get many new characters, Kevin. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm into that. Um, Andrew, let's move on. Now we've talked about this a little bit on our last episode, little preview to the season, but We've got this Hall of Fame here at the Make Westeros Great Again podcast, and the key to getting into the Hall of Fame is you have to die, right? And so, was there anyone that died this episode that theoretically could be a Hall of Fame qualifier? No. Just, just a bunch of unnamed fray guys. Just a bunch of guys that, that drank the wine. So, yeah, there's no, no Hall of Fame qualifiers. I bet we get some Hall of Fame qualifiers this season, though, right? Don't you think? I I think we get some big names. Yeah, uh, it's coming. So anyway, no Hall of Fame qualifiers this time, but stay tuned, Andrew. Let's move on to our uh, to America's favorite segment. So we saw Euron come into the hall and offer, uh, first of all, uh, a little proposal. It didn't go over quite well, but he sort of noted, Andrew, that uh, he knows the best way to a woman's heart, and that is provide a gift. And he turned around and walked out and said, I think he's going to go get that gift. So we can speculate on what the gift is. I don't particularly care right now. More importantly, I think it's more important that we we sort of speculate what would be some good gifts to get Cersei, the queen that has everything. Andrew. I think it's tough. She has everything. What can you get her? You can't get her a kingdom. She's right. already got a kingdom. She's got seven of them, in fact. Um, I have a couple I want to throw out there. Okay. One is a Pandora bracelet. Okay. You know, it seems to be popular amongst the kids anyway. Um, 
you know, it's it's a regular bracelet. You see them on TV all the time, except they have little charms on them. But on Cersei's, you have charms that are the heads of dwarfs, like the <laughs> severed heads of dwarfs. I think she'd be she would that. find she would find that adorable. Absolutely, she she'd be would very love into that. that. She would wear that proudly. It would that, be tough to wear, but she would love it. Oh, she pull she could pull that off. She could totally pull that off. Uh, okay, I got one. She, Andrew, you know, it's, it's a little, she's a little tense. I think you can, you can agree. I think she needs a vacation. Okay. And it's pretty clear based on the map with, you know, she's got enemies to all the different directions. She can't really go anywhere. So instead right. of a vacation, <laughs> right. we're going to give her a staycation. Okay. We're going to give her like the top of the line staycation in King's Landing. And we know from, from our, our man, Ed Sheeran, that there's really, uh, nothing good about King's Landing, except you know the one thing that they do have is Kyburn, right? Kyburn can make stuff up. So if we could just get Kyburn to use like some wildfire to make a jet ski and just let her jet ski around in King's Landing, like in the bay, like you know, like Blackwater Bay, like jet skiing, I think she'll be a lot more relaxed. So let's so get her too. a staycation. Put her out on the beach in the bay. Maybe have a little parasailing with one mm-hmm. of Euron's new boats. Yep, perfect. perfect. Right, just 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 a relaxing vacation. She she's, she's got to chill. Yeah, you know the next Take one I've got off. is is very similar to that. Uh, in that she does need to relax. She needs a good cry. Oh, okay. she hasn't really gotten out that emotion. She's mm-hmm. holding it all in. Tom and died, and she's. Like very little emotion, she's holding mm-hmm. it all in. If she's gonna rule, she needs to get that emotion out. She needs to get that emotional burden off of her shoulders. Okay. And I suggest the Velveteen Rabbit, oh, the book, the Velveteen sure. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Just give that one read. She'll cry her That's eyes all she out. Needs. Okay. All she needs, she just needs to get a little cry, and you know what? She'll feel that burden just be released. So good to go. I'm into that. And generally agree on the whole cry thing with Velveteen Rabbit, but she didn't even cry when her kid committed suicide. Yeah. <laughs> well, Velveteen Rabbit, have you read Velveteen Rabbit <laughs> so that's, recently? That's Kevin? a little bit more to it. Okay, it, it, there, there's, there's, it will that's make another you, level. It'll make you weep. That's like another even level. Cersei Lannister. Okay, all right. Will weep at the Velveteen all right. Rabbit. All right, deal, deal, deal. All right, that's a good one. Okay, I got one for you. Uh, she needs a gift certificate, and it's clear where she's doing her shopping these days. And that is obviously hot topic. <laughs> she needs <laughs> about, a, about a zillion dollar, uh, uh, gift certificate to hot topic. You know, refresh those clothes, get, you know, get those, get those black, uh, gothy, uh, wardrobe up to date. Well, and if you notice, she's got probably every single black tunic ever made or ever every produced from hot topic. One. Cause she doesn't wear the same thing twice. No, why would you? It's like, oh, I need the one with the shoulder pads. I need the one with the sparkles. I need the one with these little arrow designs. She needs something new every day. Sure. I need all of the black tunics that Hot Topic has ever made. And that's why she needs another gift certificate because she's she's running low. All right. Do you have any any other worry? (laughs) You know, I don't. I think that's really all. Uh, You know, if those don't work, maybe a Starbucks gift card. You know what? That's always classic. Just get her a little Starbucks gift card. That's all you need. All right, girls, Andrew. Girls love it. Girls love Starbucks. Just do that. That was the royal gift guide for Cersei. Uh, let's move on to another segment we call On the Nose Cameos. All right. We saw uh, our man, Ed Sheeran, 
or your man, your your man, Ed Sheeran. You know more Ed Sheeran songs than I do, I think. Um, we probably know the same amount, and I think you know the words to them because you were singing them earlier. Well, you were doing a sound check, and so I was like, "That's what I was singing." You were singing them, and I was going, because <laughs> I don't know the words. I just know like the the tone tone to it. You knew the words. Well, the only reason I know the words to that one song was I saw the a funny tweet that said something like uh, <laughs> uh, Ed Sheeran's going to come up upon Bran and say something like, uh, uh, what, what was it? Uh, when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because that, that part's a that, I remember that line and that's a funny uh, quote. Yeah. I don't remember who said it. And then uh, earlier today you did, uh, around lunchtime you did call me or maybe it was last night after we watched the episode you said uh, the bar isn't the best place to, or the club isn't the best place so the bar is where i go yeah i so was doing you that. do know all right you, you know what know all right i know a couple of lines all right all right that's so fair. anyway that's uh, th- fair. this fair. segment uh is in honor of ed sheeran playing a lannister soldier who can, coincidentally is brought on to do the one thing that Ed Sheeran knows how to do, and that's sing a song in a forest. A little on the nose. That's a little too obvious. A little, a little obvious. too on the nose. <laughs> so if we're going to go that route, we're going to come up with some other on-the-nose cameos that Game of Thrones should do. Uh, Kevin, uh, your first one, I think, is the best one. This is this is my favorite in light of news that came out today. So I want you to explain it. Okay, so when we first came up with this segment, this is the one that jumped out, and that was uh, R. Kelly was going to be on Game of Thrones. He's going to be in one of Littlefinger's brothels. And you're going to see him like in the corner debating with someone. He's like, I've got something a little weird that I would like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you're going to see the guy with little fingers like, well, we accommodate all tastes. And, and then that's the, that's the cameo. That's all there is. Like that's, I yeah. need something. It's going to sound a little weird. And then that's, that's the end of the cameo. And then everyone laughs. Right, like Littlefinger's definitely accepting of a, of a R. Kelly sex cult. Absolutely. Like that's Absolutely. just that's a Tuesday for Littlefinger. Right. Right. All right, you got one. Uh, yeah, uh, this see if we're just doing obvious. James Harden, he's a wildling. Just he's got a big beard. <laughs> Make beard. James Harden a wildling. He's got a beard. That's it. Moving on. Okay. James Harden, wildling. <laughs> uh, he's he, let's just say he's an aggressive fighter. Uh, doesn't use a shield though. No defense. No defense. no defense. <laughs> I no knew defense. that. <laughs> I knew where you're going with that. All right. Uh, all right. I got one. Peyton Manning makes an appearance in a Game of Thrones episode, and where I see him most likely. So remember the the traveling uh, theater. Remember that whole yeah. deal. Sure. So like, over, you know what happens in, when you you watch a movie, watch theater, whatever. There's always an ad, and at the beginning, there's some probably in the middle, and there's like a halftime intermission. He comes out and he does this bit about selling a pizza and then he does an advertisement like that's all it's something whatever it is it's an advertise it's it's insurance it's a pizza he's selling you know whatever he's gonna he's gonna pedal something during that show because he pedals mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right right so he's gonna find a way to make it to make it uh, on the show and and really but not to do it anything interesting but probably to pedal a product like he'll probably bring nationwide somehow into game of thrones and next thing you know like game of thrones is an official sponsor of, or nationwide's an official sponsor of game of thrones something you like know that winter is coming you need winter insurance mm. Mm. snow okay. insurance snow insurance would exist in this land is that a thing yeah okay uh, all right you got it, one it'll get there. um i'm gonna go with the rock okay okay 
since we're being obvious here, like, well, it's not obvious. (laughs) Okay, hear me (laughs) out. All right. The Rock is actually Casterly Rock. Like, so when the Lannisters, like, we got to go back to The Rock. We got to go back to Casterly Rock. We've never known The Rock's (laughs) first name. Like, his name is The Rock, but, like, is it, like, Jason Rock or is it Jonathan Rock? (laughs) No, it's his name is Casterly Rock. (laughs) The Rock is just a nickname. So they're not necessarily talking about like a giant rock in the middle of a of a bay, like on the coast. No. They're just talking about where Dwayne the Rock Johnson like <laughs> lives. <laughs> so like like literally Jamie Lannister says, like, oh, back at the rock. Like they just They're just talking they're, about their buddy their buddy Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, I wish I could go back to the rock. Like they just want to go hang they just out. With go the hang rock. out with the rock. Makes total sense. So I, I I if they ever do go to Cashley Rock. It's just uh, this be. season. There's just going to be them just going and hanging out with their buddy, The Rock. I like that. I'm into that. Obvious. These are obvious on Very the nose. On the nose. All the way on the nose. Okay, here's another one. Uh, so you know, there's obviously there's these tourneys every year. You know, that just celebrate something. They do the tourneys. I don't really know what the the context is, but there's going to be LeBron James, and he's going to be complaining about the refs at the tourney. Like that's all we know is that he's just <laughs> going to be he's going to be complaining about the referees at the tourney. Like that that's it. Like you just see him in the corner complaining to the refs. That's on, then, on the news. Like Mario Chalmers will be like right behind him. He'll just start like, turn around and yell at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. All right, little little too on the nose, but that's a little on the for. nose. All right, and then the last one, the last one I have anyway, is Sean Spicer. I think Sean uh, is probably going to have some free time Mm. soon. So uh, I suggest that Sean Spicer come back as a White Walker. Why is that? Because because he dies every day and he comes back. Every day Sean goes up there and just dies. Oh, I get it. Like dies behind the microphone. He keeps coming back as a White Walker. So that's that's my last one. A little too on the nose. That'd be a little terrifying for a White Walker. Like terrifying Spicer White Walker coming at you. Okay. He'd probably still like still chew gum and swallow gum. (laughs) Like maybe that's what what keeps his belly going is all the gum that's like housed in his stomach. Okay. All right. Into that. Okay, so anyway, good. there you go. That so, was uh, on the cameos. nose cameos. Love that. <laughs> All right, and now America's favorite segment, Wildfire Hot Takes. Wildfire. Stand clear. Stand clear. Okay, my first one. Uh, Euron Greyjoy probably started a band. He's wearing black eyeliner now. Mm. What kind of music do you think he plays? I think it, like the most obvious choice is like metal, right? Like he That's looks like a metal guy. Like, That's not my hot take though. Okay, my hot, what's your take hot take is that Euron Greyjoy's band, which obviously he formed, is probably like some sort of religious rock band, but like religious in the form of the Drowned God. Ooh. So you have like these religious bands, kind of like Switchfoot. Okay. Right. It's like Switchfoot, <laughs> but for the but mainstream, God. but mainstream, <laughs> mainstream religious rock. Like right. for a long time, I didn't know Switchfoot was Christian rock. <laughs> it's not. It, well, it is. It is, and that's very deceiving. But I think that's what Euron would do. Is he'd form a band like that, maybe a little bit more metal. I got a name. But, I got a name. I got a right, name for the got? band. Unless you have a name, I don't want to steal I, your name. I, I don't. I don't. Ready? I got it. Go Uncle Uncle Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Kraken, the drowned god of religious rock band, Uncle coming. Kraken. To a theater near you, uh, 
coming to Warp Tour 2017. <laughs> coming. <laughs> this is this is gonna be great. I, I would go see Euron. Uncle Crackin. As Uncle Crackin. <laughs> Uncle Crackin. <laughs> that's that's incredible. That's that's great. Uh, it was anyway, your joke. I just came up with the name. <laughs> that no, that's good. Uh, Uncle Kraken coming uh, to, to <laughs> your local watering hole, playing right. some uh, Drown God metal. Give me another wildfire hot take. Uh, hey, this is good news. Oh, there's a there was some like medium news and bad news that happened this episode, but there is some good news, and that is skilled labor is returning to Westeros. Donald Trump may not be making America great again, but during his tenure, Westeros is getting made great again with the significant need to mine Dragonglass to, to in Dragonstone. We are bringing back good. Westerosi jobs. We're going to send all those guys over to Dragonstone, mine that dragon glass. We're putting Westeros back to work. I like this. I like this a lot. So basically, John is like Trump talking about like you got to bring back the coal job, the coal mining jobs, right? You got to, he's going to do some photo ops with like the hard hats and they're all going to be wearing their, getting ready to farm, to farm up some dragon glass. I love that. Okay. First of all, but then you got this other contingent, Andrew, you know, and it's like the left. Can we talk about the left? Uh, can, we talk, can we talk about the left? And the left, of course, is like cold jobs are dying for a reason because there is like renewable energy now, like solar panels. And Andrew it makes total sense because then you got Rolar. Is that, did I say that right? Rolar? Red the, God. The, the, red God. The, the red God. The sun God. Like the renewable energy God is what we're going to call him. It's going to have like solar panels. Those jobs are what's growing. Like if we if you look at the numbers, Andrew, my friends on the left would tell you those jobs are 10 times what cold jobs are going to be. So we need to focus a little bit more on the red God than this old dragon glass nonsense. All the cold jobs messing up the environment. Can we just maybe make a little note there that that. I don't know what side you're on, but personally, I'm on the renewable energy side. Well, I mean, you can put solar panels on the wall. <laughs> like, just think about a stretch all along the wall. You can just put solar panels all along there. And how much energy you could power the north? You could power the entire north. The entire north. Well, I don't know. Uh, there you go. Nicole, the 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 the. Uh, uh, Dragonglass lobby is not very strong anymore. Mm. It's been wiped out. So we'll see if the uh, Dragonglass lobby can uh, can get that. But anyway, uh, it looks like at least temporarily there's some regulations have been lifted. Mm -hmm. Some interest has been risen to bring back uh, coal mine or <laughs> excuse me, Dragonglass mining. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I think we're gonna have a lot more jobs. That, okay. That's what this is all about. That's this is really about important. Keeping it's all West about the economy. Employed. Economy. It's about jobs. Speaking of roller, my, my last hot take is this. Uh, I want to talk about fire. Okay. Mm, I want to talk okay. about magical future seeing fire. And I just want to know the mechanics of that. Like, how does that really work? Like, what do they really see when they look into the fire? Because uh, I imagine it being like a magic eight ball. Mm. And so they, they look into the fire and then they either like ask a question in their brain or maybe they do it verbally like, Will I get killed by a White Walker? And then in the fire, like a little triangle pops up and it says, signs point to yes. And you're like, ah, damn. Concentrate and ask again. Mm, okay. Mm, and that's why they're constantly doing it. It's like they're, they're always looking in the fire. And they never get the answer they want because they keep asking over and over and over again. Do you know how many answers there are in a Magic 8-Ball? 
I don't. Take Probably, a guess. Take uh, a guess. Eight. Twenty. Twenty. I would not have guessed that. Twenty. I always get like two. <laughs> probably because probably those are the answers, right? <laughs> that must be the answers. <laughs> you should ask him different questions. Uh, my favorite one, though, is concentrate and ask again and better not tell you now. Like, better not tell you now and concentrate and ask again are basically punts. They're punting the question. Magic right. 8 Ball, I came to you for one thing, an answer. Magic. Like, we came for magic. If I knew the answer, I wouldn't have asked the Magic 8 Ball. Like, I need an answer anyway. Okay. Uh, there you go. I got one. I got one hot take for you. Wildfire hot take. After the episode, you saw, you good on Twitter. You like you see some reactions, and there's always that guy, the always the the like magic guy that's like, mm, I don't think in this world Arya can shape shift into a six foot two, uh, Walder Frey, and then take the the mask off. Like I don't think that really works. Plus, how did she modulate her voice into the like? I'm pretty sure like the the way that the, the the mind works in this in this new world where the, the the vocal cords would not totally flex to the point where they could like there's that guy right I'm not gonna go that far I think first of all everybody enjoyed the fact that she was Walter Frey right you enjoyed that it was fun I thought it was great yeah it was it great was fun okay so let's just start there and be like you know what it's just fun okay that's number one explanation but Andrew there actually is a scientific explanation for this and I'm willing to offer this you know in sports whenever you uh, you go to like the combine and like the basketball combine or like football combine and you hear something like you about do. like you do, like you do, you hear something about, Oh, they're six, four in shoes. It's like, Oh, oh sure. they're, they're six, three in, right. in, in shoes. Cause like Marcus Morris was like six, nine in shoes, but really was like six, seven and a quarter. Right. And then you look on the back of a baseball card or basketball card and it says, you know, they're X, whatever height or weight, or you look at, you know, you're watching NFL Sunday and it pops up and that line, that defensive lineman who plays the nose or the, the nose guard is like 310 pounds. You look at him. He's like, no, that dude is not a hair under 360. Like either way. Right. All, all we're saying is Aria, she had shoes on like she was six, four in shoes. Like that's all that's that it. matters. That's all. That's right. the end of the explanation. She was six, six four in shoes. shoes. She was six, four in shoes. Like that's it. Like, doesn't matter what she is without shoes. She's six, four we- in shoes. Right. Don't need to think about it. Don't need to think about shoes. it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> and, and you know what? The vocal cord thing, I'll address that. I think she's just like really good. Like she'd be great on Saturday Night Live. Like she, mm. she's just a great impressionist. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. And all that is is training. Just it's training. It's and like, training. what do you think she was doing at that murder school for a season and a half? She was <laughs> training to be, she was in, trained in improv, obviously. <laughs> like she was, she was around those troops or those acting guys acting true for a long time. Sure. She was that makes sense. Trained in improv. She was trained in murder. Like these are all the things you need to be good at to murder 48 people mm-hmm. without them really even knowing. Yeah. I, I, Andrew, I think it was 46, but 46, 46. <laughs> That's right. I counted. That's it. I, I counted. I did. I did do it. There you go. All right. So those are the wildfire hot takes from this episode. Wildfire hot takes. Uh, Andrew, let's move on to the book of brothers, uh, book of brothers. What do you got there for that? Well, we don't have any new entries today, but if you're new to the podcast, we have something called the book of brothers and we want to make sure you subscribe to the podcast and iTunes and leave a comment. And if you leave a comment, we will put you into the book of brothers where you will be formally put into the 
the giant tome of uh, heroic heroes of the <laughs> Make Westeros Great Again podcast. You will be given a nickname, like a famous name, mm. and you will be given uh, your great deeds will be listed in the in the tome. So uh, uh, we'll we'll do a bunch of those next week. So make sure to leave a comment and uh, rate us in itunes and we'll get to you it's been a year since we've done this podcast we've got a lot of great ideas for the book of brothers kevin's head is spinning right there is like, mm. i do i do so many ideas no they're so, all so, so many so many ideas so anyway go to <laughs> itunes leave us a review give us a comment uh and in that comment make sure to leave your name and then we will uh put into the book of brothers your great deeds and your nickname Let's close this podcast out, Kevin, with uh, the segment known as It Is Known. 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 All right, Andrew, I have an It Is Known prediction for you. It's a little on the nose. We're, we're, that's sort of the theme for this episode or for this uh, this episode of the podcast. But I'm pretty sure Jorah, uh, there at the uh, the Citadel, is going to get cured by Sam. Like that's pretty obvious, right? Sam's there, Jorah's there. We're doing a lot of meet and greets all of a sudden in season seven. I'm pretty sure my man Jorah is going to get cured. He's got to be right. Is there enough time for that? Yeah. Like okay, what what is Sam doing there? He's emptying out pots and he's reading books. And that whole, why would Sam have met Jorah if he didn't, like, if there wasn't more to that? That's true. What, what about this? What if Grayscale plays a role in how you fight the White Walkers? There's or not fight time for that. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe it comes together. Maybe he learns how to cure him, but use that, that Grayscale to, I don't know, Grayscale the White Walkers or... Uh, use it as a weapon or, or no. use it as a benefit towards the fight against the ultimate I love, evil. I love that idea, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen a little easier than that. Cause that's way too much plot for, for the amount of episodes left in this thing. I'm pretty sure he's going to be flipping through a book and he's going to be like, Oh, dragon glass, dragon glass, dragon glass. Huh? Scaly arm syndrome. I wonder what I can do for that guy. Oh, that's all you have to do? Okay, quick. I'm going to do that real quick on my way down the next time. I so really, to... it's going to be Sam just like reading books and like finding the answers to all of the world's problems. Probably. Yeah. Like that's yeah, what happened this episode. He found What have they glass. been doing at the Citadel? Like there's all these books there. They seem to be reading all these books. Why aren't they? <laughs> Someone has surely come up from this before. They've seen this information just hidden in these giant pieces of paper. Well, like, but Sam can Sam can read them better. I think is oh, because Sam he's a good reader because <laughs> he's really good. He at reads reading. so good. He's a wizard, remember? Because he can he's read. A he's a wizard because he can. All read. right. Well, I I do think that Sam met Jorah for a reason. We will see okay. why. All right, I've got one. It is known prediction. I think Tyrion's gonna get captured, and I think that's. Obviously, Euron is talking about oh, – that's what I think. I think Euron's talking about getting Tyrion, capturing Tyrion, and giving Tyrion to Cersei as the gift because that's all she wants. That's all she's wanted since Tyrion left in season four or whatever it is. Mm. But Tyrion has been gone from King's Landing for so long since season four 
that he needs to be back in King's Landing with his family. We need a big old <laughs> Lannister reunion before the end of the show because they're all going to kill each other somehow. I don't know who's going to kill who. Jamie's going to kill Cersei. Cersei's going to kill Jamie. Cersei's going to kill Tyrion. Tyrion's going to kill them both. They're not dying except by each other's hands. So they all have to be put in the same room somehow. Mm. I think Euron is the device to get them there. Interesting. Yeah, so I think this sets up, if that were to happen, I think it sets up another opportunity for Jamie to free Tyrion again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I did this once. Which I'm into. I don't want to do it again. Which I'm into. No, no, no. Like, I love that again. Like, I want that to happen again. So I'm, I'm all in on this plot point as long as Jamie frees Tyrion again. Like, that's what I need. What about if Cersei is about to kill Tyrion, but then Jamie kills Cersei? Ooh. Uh, Well, wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time he he slayed uh, King King and Queen Slayer. There you go. You know, and you have that like little brother prophecy. Little brother not meaning Tyrion. Little brother meaning Jamie. Wait, is he's the little brother? Is this a thing? I don't. You, all right, tell me more about this. <sighs> Wasn't there like a little a... brother prophecy where she thought that her quote unquote little brother was going to kill her, and Ooh. then, and then she this. thought it was she thought it was Tyrion, but it's really Jamie. This is a thing. I didn't know about this. I thought so. I thought it was a thing. Are you just out here reading fucking Reddit out of Reddit? No, <laughs> no, that's oh, it. Maybe it may be from the book. I don't know. All right, this is a book. I don't. Thing? I don't remember. I, I I get it all mixed up. But anyway, in the book, I think there was this little brother prophecy. Okay, that's all why right. she hated Tyrion like his whole life. Interesting. All right, but it's not Tyrion. It's Jamie. Hello. All right. That's those are some it is known. Which I don't think I don't think that's a new theory. I just think that the specific scene of Cersei's about to kill Tyrion. But Jamie's like, uh, uh-uh. Ooh, I like I like the sound of it. I hope it works out. Uh, I'm not. OK. And if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be one of those guys like, well, my version was better. Hang we're on. just we're just in the uh, it is known prediction segment. Let me let me look at the magic eight ball. I got an app for this. Hang on. Will Jamie kill Cersei? Look into the flame. Look into the flame. Keep looking into the flame. Reply Hazy. Try again. <laughs> Keep looking into the flame. Okay, Keep looking. Shake it, 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 shake it. This works really well on the iPhone. Your eyes are going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Better not tell you now. Seriously? What? This is this is not right. <laughs> one more time. All right. One more time. <laughs> We're not doing this one again. Signs point, signs point to yes. Oh, signs point to yes. All right, magic there you go. Ball, magic magic roar, magic red god fire says that this is <laughs> it, it is known. It is known. Well, two out of three said not sure, but <laughs> that's why you gotta there keep you staring it. into the fire. That's what that's what they say. Keep staring. You, you know, keep staring. You gotta, you you gotta keep looking at it. You gotta it's, keep looking. It's like you look at the clouds. Eventually, you know, Mickey Mouse will appear. You know, so just keep keep looking up there. You'll find something. All right, Andrew. I think that's it. Like, do we have anything else here? Well, I'm excited for the next episode. Not a lot happened in terms of like big chess pieces moving, but mm-hmm. it kind of set everything up. Okay. Uh, kind of ready for this thing to get moving and grooving. Mm. I think that we're going to see that. And moving and grooving 
will be Uncle Kraken's first single when he's out there <laughs> moving and grooving by Uncle Kraken. You can catch that at Sam Goody and <laughs> your local Sam Goody. Is that our Sam Goody still even alive? Yeah, it's, it has the uh, it's the Drown God religious section. <laughs> <laughs> I like that contemporary sound god or, or <laughs> drown god oh, uncle kraken that's it all right all right well i think that's it andrew let's get out of here before we make any more really terrible jokes uh if you want to find us you can find us on twitter at make westeros or on facebook slash make westeros great again or you can email us at gmail at make westeros great again at gmail.com something like that uh you'll find us if you uh if you want to and we recommend that you do if you want to be part of those book of brothers go on leave a comment give us that five star rating and leave your name we will come up with a sweet name and a tale uh for you for your achievements in the book of bros anything else andrew before we get out of here Valar Magolis. Darling, I will be loving you till you're so deep. Did I hit that right? That's pretty good. Fellow Dimes. <laughs>